Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Stone Butters Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Hello, Radio Land. Welcome. Somehow, many of us are still confused on whether the Sabbath is Saturday or Sunday. Yes, they are. So we decided to do this part two. Yeshua was very clear in all four Gospels at his Last Supper, breaking of bread. He is especially stated that in Luke 22, 7 through 19, and he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Now, remember what he said. Do Do this in remembrance of me. We are presenting facts here today, so you may join us about observing the Sabbath, the seventh day of rest. Praise God. And you know what? You can uh, come up with your own decisions. Yes. Because one of, with all this craziness that's going on in our world right mm-hmm. now, the absence of light is prevalent in Portland, in Seattle, in Minneapolis, where people have actually burning down their cities, defunding the police, causing much havoc, shooting and killing everybody, and but yet and still, where is the church? You know, where is Christ? Even those church folks who go out, they are being confronted by protesters. In California, churches are meeting and they're being uh, uh, persecuted by the state. So it's clear to me that what has been written in the Bible, we're living in this time yes. right now. Because you know what? Those early Christians, they witnessed a remarkable event with Yahshua dying on the cross. Yes. Wow. Even those events that led up, he healed, he fed, he walked among everyone. And then the state, the Jewish state, along in, in cahoots with the, the, the government. Yes. The religious state and the, and the government state got together. Hung him on the cross willingly. He went willingly. Then he resurrected within three days. Yes. Now we got sometimes you got to go back to Genesis and count those three days of what's written in the Word. So, so I challenge y'all to go back and search that out yourself. And also letting his members, his disciples, his apostles, the people who follow him know that they should continue the work that he started. Because even though he had those 12, he still sent out 70 70, twice to go out and do thy will. You're going to heal. Don't take no money. If they reject you, dust the feet off your, shake dust off your shoes and keep on uh, pushing on. But somehow, members or his associates, they believe they could not continue this event that JC said, which is the, the Passover, and decided we better to change it from the formal meal, indicate which indicated Judaism, because he was a Hebrew, oh, and yes, the Hebrews he and the Jews, to celebrating new members in Christianity. Because you still have, and we're going to get further along, when Constantine, the uniting the Roman Empire, brought in pagans along with the Christianity. And that's why we get Easter, Christmas, trees, and all that kind of stuff. So, 
the weekly meal structure was taken from Judaism, but the contents were Christianized, and the meal moved from to Sunday. Yes, it, it used to be Saturday yes. to Sabbath, but they moved it to Sunday. And the Bible talks about watch out for those who move the time. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing different things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right there. Uh, this resulted in the first liturgical rule for Christians. Yes. The Lord's Supper on Lord's Day or Sunday. With this step, the Last Supper of Yeshua modulated into the Eucharist of the church, still used by the Roman Catholics in Protestant faith. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, that word Eucharist, we hear it, but do we understand it? But it truly is just the Christian ceremony commemorating the Last Supper in which bread and wine are consecrated and consumed. And of course, you know, we have the wafers now instead of the bread, we drink grape juice instead of the wine. But <laughs> all I know <laughs> right, but all I know is that what I said in the beginning, Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. So I don't think he said change the the actual meal to a different day. But this verbal shift begins in the New Testament. In Matthew 26, 26, and as they were eating, again, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. It's also stated in Mark 14, 22, Yeshua is shown blessing the bread. In Luke twenty two nineteen, and he took, and I'm reiterating this again to just give you the emphasis that he said this in all four Gospels. Yes, he did. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave unto them saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Mm. This do in remembrance of me. And he stated it again in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four, where he said, give Thanks. Praise so God. are we aware that he gave us the commandment already to do, we can have the Last Supper, we can celebrate it, but if we're doing it in commemoration of him, then we should be doing it on that Sabbath day. Praise God. As he said, mm. I come to fulfill. Yes. The word not to change the law so praise god so hey i know i'm going off on a tangent and everything because my blood pressure is all up because of what's happening but it's so fundamental for us to get back to the basics Basic. because yes, a man yes. without roots is a man without knowledge yeah so we just want to be able to share this with you and challenge you to research but just stay tuned uh, to the program so you can hear the rest of the story that we're presenting on the Sabbath. But before we get started, please visit our sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Uh, please, you can reach him. Set up an appointment at 850-402-9061 and check out his website at dynamicspineandwellness.com and let him know that the Stone Builders referred you. My name is Anne-Marie Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having 
any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back. So before we get started, remember we said you could listen to us at your convenience. All of our previous shows on iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and our favorite, Spotify. Yeah. Also become a Stone Builder supporter with a sacrificial gift of any amount on our website at welivingstones.org or Cash App, dollar sign L Stones 51. And we do want to give a shout out to some of our consistent uh, donors, uh, God's Hands Ministry International and Cheryl yes, Bolt. Awesome. We just need to continue um, to pray for them and also to pray that we receive new sponsors. So come on, join us. We'd love to have you. Praise God. I believe the Sabbath covenant is as important, which we know is the fourth commandment. And that commandment is pretty long. I mean, it kind of tells you what it is. So God said, observe the Sabbath day to uh -huh. keep it holy. Holy, holy. <laughs> holy. As the Lord your God commanded you. This is a command. Yes. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. 
But on the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. Because Sunday is really day number one. One. It's always begin the beginning of the week. That's why God, when he set it up, Sunday was the first, first day. day. In it, you shall do no work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, if you had servants, nor your female servant, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor any of your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. Even people coming to visit you who, mm -hmm. who are in your town. Yeah. That your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. That's right. And remember... That's that, illegal, too. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> <laughs> and remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, hmm. and the Lord your God brought you out from there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Thank you, God. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Hmm. And I love that because he said commanded us to keep that day. So there's no excuse of why we're not keeping the Sabbath day. Yeah, that's what Jesus said once again, said it earlier, yeah. that I come to fulfill and not change, change the, the commandments. Right. In fact, God is very specific to us keeping the Sabbath, but to also sanctify it because you will be put to death we're defiling it. And I know now we're living in these times and we say, oh, that was so long ago. That was back in the old days, back in the Old Testament. Mm. But I believe that God's word is the same yesterday, yesterday. today, and forevermore. So that's not going to change. You might not be seeing it right now, or you don't know why sometimes people die. Is it because they're not observing the Sabbath? Part of the reasoning is Christ's resurrection from the dead. We discussed earlier, really it was last when, week's program. Yes, yes, when he died, um, how three days can't happen between Friday and, and Sunday if he was to arise on the Sabbath. So it had to occur on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So you had Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and he arose Rose. on the Sabbath. Yes. Not Sunday. It was not abolished from the Old Testament. I mean, let's take a look at Exodus 31, 12 through 17 to give you an idea. And it's a little bit long, but, you know, let's let's just read it. Starting at 12, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak also to the children of Israel saying, surely my Sabbath you shall keep for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy to you. Everyone who profanes it shall surely be put to death. Mm. For whoever does any work on it, that person shall be cut off from among his people. Work shall be done for six days. But the seventh is the Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day, he sh again repeats it again. He shall surely, surely be put, put to, death. to death. Oh God! Therefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations as a perpetual covenant. That don't sound like it ended in the Old Testament. Mm. Perpetual means what? 
forever and ever it is a sign between me and the children of israel forever for in six days the lord made the heavens and the earth and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed and one of the things that people also say is that well it was for the israelites so just the jews but remember we were supposed to be the leaders leading not only our folks but leading where we lived the towns the countries if we moved out, we were supposed to take that covenant with us to disciple other people. So this is for everyone. You just mentioned in the fourth commandment. Right. Slaves, friends, right. neighbors, yeah. anyone who comes about, yep. anyone in your presence, everyone should uh, celebrate it. And remember, Jesus kept it. Paul did. Even the Gentiles. It was made for mankind. Praise God. Mm. You know, we want to reiterate that it was Christ as the God of the Old Testament who created the Sabbath. Just look in John 1 uh, through 1 through 3 states uh, in the beginning was the word Mm -hmm. and the word was with God. Yes. And the word was God. Yes. He was in the beginning with God. Yes. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Praise oh, hallelujah. God. It, 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 it's a sign that identifies God's people just as a sign identifies a business or a street. Mm. Stop sign, like yeah. what street you live on. Notice also that this covenant made after the ratification of the old covenant bound the Sabbath as a perpetual covenant upon God's people. A perpetual forever and ever. ever. Since the Sabbath has been enforced from creation, it is not just for the Jews, but for the foreigners and all mankind as well. All who keep the Sabbath properly are blessed. We spoke at last week's program about this, yes. and we're speaking it again today. And you can go back on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. <laughs> Not only can you hear the Sabbath part one, but you can hear America's Burning. Yeah, you know, we can do, do, do with the sea, the American under seas, and hey, you can hear everything. Going back to last October, praise God. Amen, amen. And like the other commandments, the fourth commandment deals with relationships. You know, remember we said the the four commandments is relationship. The first four commandments are the relationship with God, mm-hmm. and the last six are the relationship with men. So this relationship about honoring the Sabbath is kind of a business and a workaday world is one relationship, but Friday at sundown. Through Saturday sundown, we should be starting another relationship, and that's the spiritual one. In addition, the commandment looks back on creation, identifying that we are to keep the seventh day because God, the creator, set it apart at creation. And God calls them. He just doesn't say the Sabbaths. He says, my Sabbaths. Yes. (laughs) So, So if they're his Sabbaths, then that means he's expecting us to do it. The Sabbaths are his. They do not belong to us, nor are they Jewish Sabbaths or Gentile Sabbaths. We are to observe the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a space of time 
That time, whenever it arrives, is not ours, but God's. And we know God can work throughout. It's, he doesn't need rest. No, he does Because he's still observing and then holding up the earth and everything in it. But it's he made it sanctified for us so we can have the rest. So if we use it appropriately, whether for work or pressure, we are still in God's time. That's right. Because he time, he's out of time. time. Yes, he is. Because he didn't make time for himself. He made time for us. Mm-hmm. So in Exodus 28, he commands us to keep it holy. God made it. Holy time. I like that. I think it was a Sabbath is holy time. We have to come up with a rap for that. And commands us to keep it holy rather than defame it, profane it. Yes. So we want you to continue to stay tuned so you can learn more about the Sabbath. Been working for Jesus a long time. Been running for Jesus a long time. Been working for Jesus a long time. Been working for Jesus a long time. If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com and together we can promote justice by action. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, uh, radio family, podcast family, to the Stone Booters Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. And you know what? We are just so humbled and honored to be able to be on Wave 94. And uh, and the blessing that Wave 94 and station manager Doug Apple uh, allowing us to uh, have a one hour program uh, on uh, the station. And we want to stay on the station. We want to continue this because come October, uh, we'll have a year. And but we need your help uh, in order to stay on the air. And one way that JC and I believe in marriage. 
over the years. Uh, when we retired back in 2006 from being in business for 35 years, we started uh, Living Stones, a marriage ministry. Right. And uh, and now here it is, uh, uh, which is Living Stones now is still going on, but now we have a radio program called the Stone Builders Hour. And JC and I are getting ready to celebrate on August the 19th our 48 years of marriage. Praise God. You know, that's a that's a that's a feat unto itself. Yes, it but is. you know, I just thank God to be able to find you know, uh, when a man finds a woman, he finds a good thing. Amen. And I just thank God that I found a good thing. One who's smart, who's beautiful, who's funny, got personality. Oh, oh thank you, Dad. And my baby mama, she is <laughs> awesome. And so we're asking for this, you know, to celebrate our 48 years. We're asking if you can sow into Living Stones like $4.80. If you can do more, do $48. And matter of some of you out there, even in this pandemic, you can do $480. And I know there's at least one person out there that can do $4,800. What a blessing yes. that will be uh, to sow into the kingdom in fertile ground. So we're just asking that you just stand uh, beside us uh, as we do research and as we uh, you know, try to connect with people because we are living in some perilous times right now. Just a quick throw in, and you can also do it on a recurring basis. Yeah, You don't have to do it just a one-time Great idea. donation. You can do this on a recurring basis. And you can either do it with Cash App, yes. which is dollar sign LStones51, or you can go to our website at welivingstones.org, or you, uh, and uh, do it right there online. It's a, it's a secure site, or you can just mail in the check. Yes. Reoccurring would be awesome. That's right. You can do it on a regular basis, and it would be, at the end of the year, $480. Take yes. that $4.80 times 12. Praise God. Yes. See, that's what I talk about, why <laughs> why she's a, a perfect helpmate. Praise God. So, <laughs> it's fun. I'm just thankful to be able to say I've been married 48 years, and we chasing 50. <laughs> but, you know, and now for the rest of the program. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. It's become clearer why we celebrate the Sabbath on the seventh day of the week. During the time when early Christians weren't certain about celebrating the very event that Yeshua gave them, there was another dynamic taking place on the very nature of his divinity. Without getting too formal, there was a group that believed that Christ was not God, mm. that he existed separate from the Father, and those that believed in his deity, out, the, out of this sprung up the first catechism of the teaching of the apostles. Wow. It was a guide showing how to behave as Christian, but eventually discarded when the Bible was put together at the Council of Nicaea. Wow. That Council of Nicaea took place in the 4th century, 3rd yes. century, under Constantine trying to unite the Roman Empire. 300 years after Christ was wow. killed. So that's a long time that the early Christians were kind of fumbling around trying to decide what to do. There were many factions. And we have talked about the Council of Nicaea quite a few times, but we're finally getting to it. Uh, its background will define the very reason church as Jesus knew it during his time 
it's different from the church that we know today. Yes, it except is. for those who are still celebrating the true commandments. Yes. In the fourth century, during the time of Constantine, the church was rocked by controversy started by Arius. I thought this was very interesting, the name, who was a deacon of the influential church of Alexandria in Egypt. And if he was influential and he was from Egypt, we may assume that he was of a dark skin complexion. That's right. Because that was before the, yes. Yeah, before all the changes. Uh-huh. Um, Arius denied that Christ was truly and fully God. He argued from the Bible that the only God was the Father. And the Son was the firstborn of creation. And then along came Athanasius, who was his arch enemy, he was a deacon in the same church. <clears throat> so now we got two brothers. going on? You got yeah. one church with two different beliefs. Yes. His main disagreement with Arius concerns salvation. We are saved because in Christ or in Yeshua, God himself became a dev- human being and died a human death. And if he didn't do so, we wouldn't be saved. God became a human to make humans ultimately divine. The immortal became mortal to raise mortals to immortality. Mm. And it's interesting, there are, um, we had one particular pastor who taught that once Christ died, that the veil that was there was lifted. So technically, even though we do have death going on, we technically have now moved into the reign of being eternal creatures. Yes. No mere creature could achieve this, but only the very word of God. And remember, we just read John 1 mm-hmm. stating that he was with God, he was God, so he was there from the beginning. Um, and Athanasius wrote The Incarnation of the Word, his most famous writing and most celebrated statement of his case against the Arians. In the mm-hmm. Arian? Sometimes, even now today, the Aryan nations? Yes. Uh, I won't go there. (laughs) His theology was recognized by the Council of Nicaea as being the true gospel of Christ. And as such, it has been passed down the centuries. You talk about being in the heat of the Bible, um, trying to rein in. Because remember, this was all Constantine doing to rein in the Christians to bring in the pagans right. so that they could be under one roof. Right. Unite the empire. Yes. And uh, that's, what, you know, you're talking about the heat of the battle. Yes. Because they was battling, boy, because people was dying. Yes, they were. <laughs> they was yes, dying with that were, church. Because if you disagree, some people disappear. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't sign that paper, you disappear. <laughs> Sounds like the mark of the beast. Um, mm, if you didn't go along with the program. program yep. Wow. And you know, back then they knew about torture, so we walked. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, they did. So, you know what? Emperor Constantine was deeply upset by this division, not least because it threatened this, uh, the, uh, the stability of his empire. Yes. And so he summoned a conference of all the bishops of the church uh, for the first ecumenical worldwide <laughs> council. Though being in Nicaea, in Asia Minor, which is like Turkey. Yes. 
a few representatives from the Western churches made it to the meeting just because of the distance. distance they, didn't right. have, uh, they didn't have what's that? Zoom. Jets. Oh, right. They didn't have right. Zoom. Zoom is good. <laughs> or Twitter. They didn't have any of that stuff there. <laughs> so the council agreed that Jesus is truly God. And so it published a creed stating the Christian faith in a way that thoroughly condemned Arianism. Mm. This account is from a history of the church by Socrates, Scholasticus, 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 who wrote a hundred years after Eusebius. You see, see, that's why I need her for forty-eight <laughs> years. I need her because I have my bifocals. I need new bifocals. Praise God. He was not born at the time of the council. That's Socrates. But much of his account consisted of direct quotations from Eusebius' life of the Constantine and from a letter of the earlier historians highlighting the role of Emperor Constantine and includes the Nicene Creed itself. Boy, it's amazing that when you think about the act that he undertook, mm. that that was a tremendous work. <clears throat> my hat does go off to Constantine because he was able to pull, he saw the vision. See, that's one thing sometimes we as believers doubt ourselves on the importance and the providence of how great our God is. He could see in his mind's eye. Now, this is a person who really was a pagan. Who, but he could see with his mind mm -hmm. eyes the realm of the church bringing in all the pagans and all the Christians under one roof to make one of the greatest churches in the world. He could see that. But the early members of the church were confused about even the Eucharist, even the Last Supper. <laughs> so what is up with that? But, you know, God uses man, men, mm -hmm. whether they be pagan whether they be believers, whether they be hellraisers, he uses men to get his deeds across. So during that time, there were 318 bishops who came together for a second time. That's right. Because the first time they were still wavering, people didn't want to <laughs> come on board. But Constantine brought them to a consens consensus with five objecting, one of which was Arius. He was banned from the church. Kicked you, him to the curb. Yeah, until he could sign the agreement, which he eventually did. But he left, and his believers felt that he should not have signed it anyway, because that's what they didn't believe. The other four did not. <clears throat> ding, 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 <laughs> And history states they were eventually killed. Wow. How strong is your belief? Hmm. Is it strong enough until death? Remember, when the mark of the beast comes and we have to make a decision, are we willing to go through the torture, to the, or I should say the torment of our faith to death? Well, if that mark of the beast is not so much maybe being a mark on yep, your hand yep, or your yep. forehead, but right now... If you don't have a mask on, mm. you can't go into the business. Mm. You can't go into a bank. Mm. You can't do your food shopping. Yeah. And now uh, they're, they're having your temperature checked 
the forehead and you got to answer questions about whether you travel, uh, whether you know somebody <laughs> that got the, yeah. the disease and, and, and by association, you can be blocked. Yes. You can be blocked. And now they're keeping you from working. Yeah. They're keeping you from going to church. So unless you and, and, and how many of you are going to accept that? Because supermarkets only carry about five days worth of food. Less than Look that. what happened when, the, when uh, the pandemic came. Yep. There was a rush on toilet paper. That started to come back. But you still don't see any rubbing alcohol. Yes. Yet. And you still don't see certain other products yet. So are we that far away from making a decision on how you're going to stand up for Christ? Or are you going to accept so you can buy and barter? Where are you at? Where are you well, at? Let's stay tuned so we can hear the rest of the story. We'll be back. Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife JC at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible. Everyone wants a comfortable, quality, affordable home they can own and be proud of. Affordable home ownership is now reality in Recolor Gardens in Crawfordville. Just 25 minutes from downtown Tallahassee or the beach. The developer with 40 years of experience builds each new home with modern kitchens, with two, three, or four bedrooms, and with many options such as screened-in porches, large garden bathtubs, and built-in electric generator plug-in outlets to help you make it through the next storm. 
down payment and closing assistance for multiple government programs, credit repair, and mortgage loans are available. Call or text Lamar, 850-727-3532 for an appointment to see your next home. That's 850-727-3532 or visit McCullough Garden Properties, LLC.com. That's McCullough Garden Properties, LLC.com. Well, we're back. Praise God. Well, we're talking about now we're going to deal with the filing of the Sabbath. And uh, let's go right. You know what? Let's just step right in to Isaiah 56, 1 through 7. And 56, 1 through 7, he speaks to my salvation basically is near. Mm. And uh, thus, this is Isaiah. Just check out Isaiah. Thus says the Lord. Keep justice and do righteousness mm, yeah. for my salvation is about to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Mm. Blessed is the man who does this and the son of man who lays hold on it, who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Do not let the son of the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord has utterly separated me from his people. Nor let the eunuch say, Here I am, a dry tree. Mm. For thus says the Lord, To the eunuch who keeps my Sabbath, and who chose what pleases me, and hold fast my covenant, even to them, I will give in my house, and within my walls, a place and a mm. name better than that of a son and daughters. Mm. I will give them an everlasting name. Hallelujah. They shall not be cut off. Praise mm. God. Also the sons of foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord to be his servants. Everyone who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and hold fast my covenant. Even then, I will bring to my holy mountain you, and make them joyful in my house of prayers. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Well, I think that uh, to me concludes that the Sabbath is for everyone. Yes, there it is. You know, this is an end-time prophecy for our day and age. What Isaiah is talking about here actually begins with the ministry of Jesus Christ. Amen. The foreigners here are Gentiles who are becoming part of the church of God. God was dealing with Israel primarily, and certainly Gentiles and foreigners were permitted to be part of Israel. Amen. But this is a signaling something that is far bigger than that. This is signaling something that involves worldwide activities. Yes. God is very concerned about the way things are done. Twice here, he uses the word defile. Do not defile my Sabbath. In verse 2, and again in verse 6, he says that those who do not defile are the ones who will be blessed. Yes. There will be his servants. Mm. That is the principle involved here. God is concerned that his people, the Gentiles, and his people, 
Do not defile the Sabbath. Defile means to pollute, to make impure, unclean, dirty, corrupt, to profane. Mm. Biblically, it means to put to common use. And God is not common. He has mm. never been common. And he's so not he, the author of confusion yes, either. Yes, he is. It's not. Wow. So in Malachi 1 6. Oh, it reminds me of our son. Yes, that's why we named him, uh, meaning the, the messenger. messenger. A son honors his father and a servant his master. If then I am the father, this is God speaking, where is my honor? Mm. And if I am a master, where is my reverence? Says the Lord of hosts to you, priests who despise my name. Mm. Yet you say, in what way have we despised your name? Well, one, <clears throat> you're not observing the Sabbath. <laughs> when this was written, it was directed, of course, at the priests, the sons of Levi or of Aaron. God is creating a kingdom of priests so we can extract things from this that are applicable to us. And that's one thing about we as believers. We have to remember that we, especially if we have families, that the uh, men or the or the priests of their families. We have to remember that we're priests when we leave mm -hmm. to go to work. People need to see a different attitude with us. So all of those things are part of who we are. If we will take the, the warning that is contained here, it will very greatly affect the way that we use and keep his Sabbath. Yes, it will. Because we've been keeping it holy, sanctifying it. We are talking about uh, here is being a disrespectful service that the priests, those closest to the sacred things, were reforming before God. So God's looking at us as priests, and we're really just not doing what he wants us to do. And you yes. know, God, he can hold for a long time, mm. but when he gets angry, Ooh. watch out. Uh, uh, ask uh, Noah. <laughs> Whoa, he took them all out. And Whoa. then the next time he, they say, by fire. Fire. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Dun. <laughs> okay, yes. This is applicable to us because there is no one on earth that is closer to God in serving him than his own people. Yes. His own sons and daughters. And that's who we say we are. Yes. This is a warning to be careful that we are not defiling the Sabbath, treating it as common and giving him disrespectful service. Father, just have uh, yes. mercy on yes. us. Yes, yes. Please, Lord. Please. Just have mercy on us. Yes. In Ezekiel 20, uh, 12 through 13. He says, moreover, I also gave them my Sabbath to be a sign between them and me that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. Yet the house of Israel rebel against me in the wilderness. They did not walk in my statues. They despised my judgment, which if a man does, he shall live by them. And they greatly defiled my Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Then I say, I will pour out my fury on them in the wilderness and to consume them. Mm -hmm. And he did. Yes. If Israel insisted on acting like the nations of the world, the Almighty says he would physically place them 
among those nations. Mm. Israel will become separated from the Almighty and the land he promised them, and they will become sifted, just as in Amos 9.9, among the Gentile nation. When he says sifted, I think about the, you know, in the New Testament, you know, women back during the day when they separated the wheat uh, from the the seed from the wheat, they would have it in a big basket with a a netting, and they tossed the wheat up in the air, and then the fruit of the, the wheat seed will fall to the bottom of it, so that's the fruit of the wheat. So you'd be shifted. Uh, uh, among those uh, the Gentile nations, and it seems like we're shifting now. People talk about this new world order, and you know, no one's getting along in the world, and in our communities, in our cities. Oh God, help us! And and what is it? Uh, I think Yeshua talked about that in, in Matthew twenty four. We you know we keep coming back to that because it is so relevant. There be wars, rumors of wars, devastations. I mean, look at uh, Australia right now. I think the the little island is burning up. There's been many fires. Then you have floods. And so I think God is trying to get our attention. And just the very fact of COVID-19, I'm still unhappy about how they're describing it. Now it's like we're only getting bits and pieces of the information. Now all of a sudden it's become respiratory. Now all of a sudden it's in the air. Now all of a sudden we all got to be running around with masks. Is that really going to save us? And now they're coming out with a so-called vaccine and you got Russia saying they got it and they're going to be producing it. You got Trump, <laughs> President Trump talking about, oh, we got it. It's going to be out in millions of copies. Oh, and all God. I know is if we can't cure the common cold, I'm going to cure COVID, which is of the same family. Yeah. And I'm uncertain, and I'm going to just put it out there, that I would want to take a vaccine, that there's been so much concentration on providing. How do I know it's it's going to be good for me? The basic vaccine that we all should be taking should be the vaccine that comes from God, from the earth. Vitamin C. Yes. Vitamin D3. Yes. uh, Zinc. Vitamin uh, E. Vitamin E. You know, take your calcium and your magnesium. Right. Uh, eat Zinc. your your veggies, eat yeah. vegetables and everything. Sometimes I have to move away from red meat uh, pretty much. So, I mean, you can still eat a sandwich every now and then, you know, but uh, no one's talking about you can our immune your system, immune yeah. system on how we need to build up our immune system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want you to take drugs, but no one's talking about the, the homeopathic uh, method. Well, it's not always an appeal, and we know that because if I see one more commercial on TV when I'm trying to watch a program about this medicine, that medicine, it's obvious we're not curing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and the side effects right. oh are crazy. They put that in, they put that in uh, fine print so fast. Look at the side effects, and that's why Psalms 32 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should right. go. I will counsel you with right. my loving eye on you. And, and, and so sometimes we're going away from the word of God and listen to man. And that's where uh, where uh, uh, Second Corinthians talk about first Corinthians, you know, three two. keep your mind on, eat, on things above, above and yes. not on things around you. We're taking well, our eyes off of him. Yes, it is. And I just uh, interject this one thing. I, 
we know that people are listening because when President Trump, I think, uh, made a joke about taking what was it? Um, some kind of uh, some kind uh, Clorox bleach, yeah. and people actually went and drank it. Uh, oh, are God. we of that council that we don't pay attention? Whatever, well, drinking fish tank water. Or yes, I mean, come on now. <laughs> are we that naive to believe that man knows the answers to everything? Because if we are truly in prayer truly stand on the Sabbath, then God will reveal to us what we need to be doing. So God. I'm going to get back to what we were talking about. <laughs> hey, that, you know about that? I'm still trying to get out over kids eating Tide Pods. Yeah, oh, I'm just now finding out there. about Tide Pods. Who told them to eat Tide Pods? Is that to get high or something? No. That's going off subject yeah. matter. But. Well, I think <laughs> they're talking about the little babies because they're colorful and they look. But my thing is, no, thought, teenagers are doing this for some oh, reason. I don't know. Uh, Tide pods. I don't know what about that, but I oh, know they were God. doing it for the baby. Right. We get back to yeah, the back council to the, of the yeah. God is not the one seeing. He's not the opposite confusion. But we were talking Ooh, about the earth shifting yes. and the Sabbath. Oh, God. So we can reach a conclusion directly from God's own word. That's all I can say. Everything that we're talking about is found in the word. word. Idolatry is at the foundation of Sabbath breaking. Because you know if you break the Sabbath and you're not obeying God, you're doing it because you want to do it yourself. You want to do it your own way. But how merciful is our God to provide so many chances? Yes. He intends today to be for the good of his spiritual children so that they are prepared for the kingdom of God that eventually is coming. And remember why they are here. It can, therefore, be a day of very intensive work, but it is work that leads to salvation, getting prepared for the kingdom of God and giving service to those in need of salvation. I mean, remember, that's why we're here. That's why God favored his people originally, because we were supposed to be training and discipling everyone around us, not us following the ways of the world. It is through these things that growth and faith in God are promoted. I mean, Radio Land, understand, we don't take anything unless it comes from the Bible. It's based. The Ten Commandments are very specific to our rule of how we operate, how we live. And so we need to really follow that because eventually there's going to be the ultimate kingdom that we're going to be enjoying. Praise God. For all and forever and ever and ever. Well, just say, boy, you know, there's a couple, couple things you want to talk. Well, I just, um, um, I just want to say that uh, there's a couple scriptures I wanted okay. to read. No that, good. That will support this. Okay. Because I think we're nearing the end of the well, the, end, the end of our time, and uh, and I just trust that everyone has a better understanding of the Sabbath. But I just wanted to talk about Mark 2, 27. Write these down. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the, the Sabbath. Sabbath. Yes. And Luke four sixteen, he So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. Yes. And in Acts 17, 2. Then Paul 
as his custom was, went into them, and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the scriptures. Amen. And then in Acts 13, uh, 42 through 44, so when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. And, and just look at that. This was the Gentiles, the people who were not Jews, but when they heard the word, were so enthralled, they wanted to be a part of it. And the reason why they were sent to the Gentiles, because the Gentiles were original Hebrews. They got separated when right. they were captured. Right. And they were sent up to uh, Turkey, and they were sent to um, um, uh, Syria, and uh, and then... Probably uh, Lebanon. Lebanon and then they came back and built the wall. Okay. And so those folks up there who stayed, not everybody came back. Yes. Uh, those are the Gentiles that they went after. And uh, so they lost their way. Now, when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devotes, devotees, uh, followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. Mm. And on the next Sabbath, almost a whole, whole city, city. That was a word. Yes, it was. Let's talk about the. Uh, that was better than Twitter. Yes, it was. That was better than Facebook. Yes. When you said that that word spread, these guys had such a powerful word that the whole city, city turned came, out right. to hear wow. the word of God. And look at how when you use it for good, look at how it changes things. Because now we got that same when you talk about Twitter and Facebook and all that. People are using it now to get together. Look what happened in Chicago. They went, uh, they spread the word that they were going to go downtown and just break oh, yes. the stores, loot, and everything else. And that word went out over the airways for people to cause harm. Cause what destruction? Yeah, and those business owners now have to absorb that. Yeah, they might have insurance, but you know what it is to get to lose something, and now you got to rebuild it. That's ridiculous. Look, all the employees, yes, who now can't go to work because everything has to be repaired and damaged, and insurance adjusters. Yeah, that's not like it's a an instant right remedy. So it looks like Lord. But, and then uh, the last thing you had was Hebrews 4, 9. There remains, therefore, rest for the people of God. Let's praise God. Yeah. So we'll be right back. Okay. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. Working in this place And I worship you I worship you You are We make miracle work Promise keep Light in the darkness My God That is who you are Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. 
Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Distracted driving is when you're driving and trying to do something else at the same time, especially things that take your eyes off the road or your hands off the steering wheel. Things like texting, talking to your passengers, styling your hair, fixing your makeup, using a navigation system, adjusting your radio, CD player, or MP3 player, reading things, and that includes maps. Some people even take photos and selfies while they're driving. Keep in mind that any activity that involves using a phone or other handheld device used to send or receive messages while driving is against the law in Florida. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com and together we can promote justice by action. Man, what did you get on that math test? Dude, I failed it. I got an F. Bro, it was kind of hard, but I got a B on it. I thought I knew the answers, but I missed some days from school. Were you sick? Nah, I just didn't feel like coming. Look, man, every day you miss school, you fall further behind in your classes. You miss information that help you pass quizzes and tests. It's important that you come to school. Don't become a statistic. When you skip school, you miss out on your potential. For more information, contact the Leon County Schools Office of Prevention, Intervention, Equity, and Services at 487-7306. And we're back. Yes, we are. Praise God. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. And, and we just pray that we stirred up uh, something within you that will go and go back and look at the Bible. Go back and look at history. Uh, just Google. Uh, you can Google the Council of Nicaea. And because sometimes during that council to also try to say that Jesus wasn't really, there wasn't really a Jesus. There's, correct. There's correct. a lot of folks who believe that. And uh, so uh, this is not just us who are stirring up situations, but we want you to be grounded in the word. And what better way is that study and make yourself approved. Yes. So we just trust that you have a better understanding of the Sabbath. And JC, go ahead and, and close us out with an awesome prayer. I, I wanted to pray this particular prayer because I think it's so, it's been used quite a bit. It was the original version was uh, spoken by Pastor Joe Wright uh, before the Kansas State Legislature. Uh, and this is back in September 20th, 2016. But I think it stands so appropriate to where we are right now. And here we are four years later and some of the direction and things that are happening in our country I think this prayer is most appropriate. So Praise we, God. everyone at Radio Land, even if you're driving, I mean, no, we can't. You can't bow your head, but just do it in uh, support of us. But it reads, Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask your forgiveness and to seek your directed direction and guidance, and that's all we're asking today. Mm-hmm. We know your words say, "Woe to those who call evil good," but that is exactly what we have done. We have lost our spiritual equilibrium and inverted our values. We confess that we have ridiculed the absolute truth of your word in the name of moral pluralism. We have worshipped other gods and called it multiculturalism. Uh oh. We have endorsed perversion and called it an alternative lifestyle. We have exploited the poor and called it a lottery. We have neglected the needy and called it self-preservation. 
we have rewarded laziness and called it welfare. In the name of choice, we have killed our unborn. In the name of right to life, we have killed abortionist. We have neglected to discipline our children hmm, and called it building esteem. We have abused power and called it political savvy. We coveted our neighbor's possessions and called it taxes. We polluted the air with profanity and pornography and called it freedom of expression. We ridiculed the time-honored values of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O God, and know our hearts today. Try us and show us any wicked wickedness in us. Cleanse us from every sin and set us free. Yes, Guide and bless those men and women who have been sent here by the people of Kansas. And I'm going to say the people of Florida, yes. the people of the United States, yes, Lord. and who have been ordained by you to govern this great country. Grant them your wisdom to rule and may their decisions direct us to the center of your will. I ask in the name of your Son, the living Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And Father, I just continue mm. to ask that you just Amen. bless us as we move forward because we are in those days where decisions have to be wow. made about are we going to do it God's way mm. or are we going to do it our way? Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm speechless. That was... Told with that saying, hit the nail on, on the, the head. head. Amen. Praise God. What an awesome prayer. God bless you, Pastor Joe, right? <laughs> and uh, we just thank you for uh, that prayer. Hey, you know what? Uh, we just thank you uh, for tuning in today. Uh, stay tuned. And um, remember, observe the Sabbath. Yes. We're until next week. We're out. We're out. Oh, oh, oh.